Hey friends, welcome to Because She Chose. If you're a busy mom desiring consistency and growth in your relationship with God, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Camille McIntyre. In this show, we'll discover practical tips, find helpful resources, and interview amazing women as they share their stories on growing in their relationship with God. Thanks for joining in and listening. And welcome back to Because She Chose, podcast by me, Camille McIntyre, your host. You know, I was thinking today about how I love the power of story. I really believe in it. I love the idea of telling our memories, the people, the places, the challenges, the joys, and how Jesus was such a master storyteller. He used parables as a teaching tool. He had parables that were short, ranging from a single verse to a couple of dozen different verses. And they all used everyday examples and were relatable stories to those who heard them. And they had such truth that Jesus was attempting to get across to them as he was teaching them. They were simple. You know, a parable usually contains two distinct layers. Like on the surface, a parable was just an interesting story and one that was easily understood by the listeners and based on things within their own experience. And a parable also has a deeper meaning, though. It's usually illustrated by a spiritual truth. And I like to think about my many memories and experiences as parables. Sometimes it's easier to think about them that way. I remember how much I used to love reading as a child. And my childhood was was difficult. I mean, who hasn't had one? But mine was particularly difficult with a father who lived with an undiagnosed mental illness until just prior to his passing. Throughout our childhood, he was verbally, mentally, and physically abusive to us five kids and our mother. And I was estranged from him for many years. And then God intervened. And even after that, I remained distant to protect my family and myself. And just before his passing, though, God allowed me to forgive him for the many hurts from the past. And as I think about these memories, I realize that reading was an escape for me. And storytelling transported me to realms where princes and princesses met and they fell in love and ruled their lands with truth and justice. And it gave me access to a whole world that was out there that I would never have known otherwise. And of course, this was all before the internet, mind you, back then when we all just had our imaginations. <laughs> I lived vicariously through heroines that would slay their dragons and learn how to wield their powers. And I was a bit of a loner as a child because I would see other little girls my age and they seemed so happy and I just really couldn't relate to them. All I knew was that I needed to keep out of my father's way and we all walked on eggshells most of the time. Now, you wouldn't know any of that was in my past just by the looks of my social media, who I am today as a pastor's wife, right? Are you like me? Like, do you not allow people in too close because you've been hurt so many times that being vulnerable just seems to be another trap leading to more hurt? That's really why I love storytelling though. In particular, I love hearing a woman's backstory, discovering what she's been through and how she's applied hard, learned life lessons it just never ceases to amaze me. You know, I've been writing a book. <laughs> it's been in my heart for about four years now. And I've collected some stories of women that have come through things like cancer, um, the death of a husband, a husband leaving, surviving the suicide of a child, being sexually abused as a child. You know, I know it all sounds very heartbreaking for sure. It really is. But there always seems to be a common theme and that is how they've endured. 
you would think that it would be something like sheer will or it takes a village or some other platitude, but it's not. At some point, these women have placed their faith, hope, and trust in a savior, in Jesus. And somehow they found their way to his feet, learning to lay down their burdens on him. You know, I'll tell you a little bit about two women in my life that have impacted me the most. The first is, of course, my mother. I just talked a little bit about my father, and she was only 16 when she married my father, pregnant right out of, out of wedlock, of course. And I remember stories of how promising her future was supposed to be. My grandmother used to say things like, she was a genius. No, really, she really was, though. She was extremely intelligent and was being groomed by her Filipino family for college. And you could imagine how many things they had her doing. And she was good at all of them. She played the piano. She was a great accountant. You know, she probably could have gone into the medical field like her family had wanted. But her life took that turn when she met my father. Do you believe in destiny? My mother, I remember used to shield us as best she could from a husband who later in life, of course, like I said, would be diagnosed with something called schizoaffective disorder. It's a combination of schizophrenia and personality disorder. And it's a condition when the symptoms of both, like there's a psychotic and a mood disorder, they're both present, even in one episode during the same time. And it's almost as if you can't blame them because they actually don't know what's happening. So I always knew that there was something very wrong as I was a kid. You know, my mother was extremely spiritually intuitive. She was a prayer warrior. I remember her praying all the time, sitting at the dining room table with her Bible. And I remember there was an aunt that had brought her to Christ as a younger woman, and it helped her to stand in her faith. And she tried to instill it in us, our children. She would tell me that I was a prophetic at a very young age, and she taught me me how to read the scriptures and study the scriptures. And I knew of no other woman who had such great faith nor compassion for others. And I am who I am because of her example. I asked you a question before. Do you believe in destiny? Because my mother died of lymphoma when I was only 28 and pregnant with my first child, my daughter, who I would name after her, Eleanor who brings me to the second woman who greatly impacted my life, of course, my daughter. If I thought my mother had grit, my daughter really taught me about resilience. I had prayed when I was still pregnant with her that God would bless her and she would have great independence and strength. Little did I know what I was getting myself into. I had a very difficult pregnancy with her. I was considered high risk because of my medical history and her delivery was extremely hard. And when she was born, her heart rate was dropping so much so that a team of doctors took her away from me as soon as she was born. But I'll never forget as long as I live how my husband pushed his way between the doctors. They were working on her and he laid his large hand on her tiny head and prayed over her. And of course she was fine, but we really did not know at the time until years later that she had a condition called hydrocephalus. And it's an abnormal buildup of fluid in the ventricles, the cavities deep within the brain. And the excess fluid causes the ventricles to widen, putting pressure on the brain's tissues. And by the time it was discovered, while she was heading into high school, she fell off a bicycle and had a head injury. And they said at that time it was too late to really save the eyesight in one eye because it had 
cause damage to the optic nerves that control the eye's muscles. And uh, so technically she was legally blind in one eye. But let me tell you something about her resilience. Although she is impaired in this way, God gave her an amazing gift. She's an incredible artist. She can draw, paint. She loves photography. And when she was in elementary school, her teacher told me that she was gifted and she should be evaluated. I took her to several art schools and they confirmed she had a gift. And after years of preparing a portfolio, she applied to LaGuardia High School, the high school of music and art and performing arts. It's the fame school in Manhattan. And you know what? She got in. My daughter and I were talking recently about this. There was a woman that we knew who said it would be nearly impossible for her to get into that school because it was so competitive. And if we had listened to this naysayer, she wouldn't have gotten into the top art college in Manhattan either that she tried out for. So I tell you all their stories. Why am I telling you this? Because I'm a proud mama and proud that I had a godly mother as a role model. Not, no, that's not the only reason I'm telling you these stories. I'm telling you because God can use you right where you are, right in the middle of your mess, right in the middle of your difficult circumstances. And I want you to never, ever allow anyone to tell you that you can't do whatever it is God has for you to do. You should be persistent in your faith. Learn from these women and from their stories and learn how to persevere. You probably are right now. You need to know that you have a destiny. We all do. You can break generational habits, behaviors that have been passed down from one generation to the next. And if you felt like your mistakes or your circumstances are just too big, too bad, and too unforgivable, guess what? You are in the right place. I want you to know that no matter what you've done in the past or what's been done to you, that God cannot redeem those mistakes. He certainly can. I want you to think of three things. Every single time that you think, I can't do this anymore, or I I can't go any further, I've I've hit a ceiling, or I, I can't grow. I want you to think about these three things. I want you to let your circumstances push you to grow in prayer, push you to your knees, because that's where you need to be most of the time through difficult circumstances. I want you to too, think about your triumphs and then allow them to be shown forth and show forth God's glory. Those circumstances need to become number three, your testimonies that point others to know God better. Let God use the things that are happening in your life right now, the things that have happened in your past, to form your future for Him. That's the best advice I can give you today. So let your story be the testimony that gives God glory. Amen. Be blessed, my sisters. Be blessed. Thanks so much for joining me today on this episode of Because She Chose. I hope you found some encouragement and help to find time to grow in your faith. Let me know if today's episode resonated with you and send me a message on Instagram at Camille underscore McIntyre or at Because She Chose, also on my Facebook business page, Camille McIntyre. If you are loving what you are hearing, make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave me a review and rating. Until next time, take care.